Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. John chapter 3. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. How can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and born of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it's coming from or where it's going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You're Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things? I tell you the truth. We speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How, then, will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. But men love darkness instead of the light because of their evil deeds. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light, so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside, where he spent some time alone with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing at Aon near Salim because there was plenty of water and people were constantly coming to be baptized. This was before John was put in prison. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and certain Jews over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, well, He is baptizing, and everyone is going to him. To this John replied, A man can receive only what is given to him from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him, and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. 
That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater, and I must become less. The one who comes from above is above all things. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one who comes from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. The man who has accepted it certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without limit. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in His hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. The late evangelist Billy Graham popularized the term saying, you must be born again to be saved and to enter the kingdom of God, but he got it right directly out of the scriptures, and specifically the term born again is found in this chapter we just read. And so there's this exchange. One of the uh, Jewish leaders, a member of the ruling council or the Sanhedrin, came to Jesus because he was curious about Jesus, but he came at night because he was ashamed and didn't want anybody to know he was consulting with Jesus. And he wanted to talk to Jesus about the signs and wonders he was doing and find out if he was a prophet or who he was. And so Jesus moved right from that and said that Nicodemus needed to be born again. And Nicodemus questioned the meaning of this. So John chapter 3, verse 1, Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. That's the Sanhedrin. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, We know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. And then Jesus replied with a very unexpected response. He said, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. And this stunned Nicodemus, and he responded, how can someone be born when they're old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. And then Jesus clarified. He said, very truly, I tell you, No one can enter the kingdom of God unless they're born of water and born of the Holy Spirit. He said, flesh gives birth to flesh. He's talking about natural birth. A natural human being gives a natural birth to a human baby. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to a spirit. And this is the the essence of being born again, that the Holy Spirit comes and puts a new spirit within us, the seed of eternity, if you will, the seed of God planted in our hearts when we receive Christ and become spirit-born of Jesus Christ. He goes on in verse 7 to say, You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again, because the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it's coming from or where it's going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. So he's saying that those who are born again must receive the new birth in Christ through the person of the Holy Spirit. That you're born a natural birth, flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to our spirit man. And this is what Jesus refers to as being born again. And once born again, we're led by the Holy Spirit. He leads us one way and another, just as the, the wind blows one way and another, and, and you can't tell what the, uh, the cause and effect is. So it is with the spirit of man that's been born again. The Holy Spirit is guiding everyone who has been born of the Spirit. And so Jesus continues in verse 14. He says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up 
so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Now, he's talking about the crucifixion. In the wilderness, Moses um, lifted up a snake that when the people looked to the snake on the the, uh, stick that he extended, the snake bites that were killing them stopped having any effect on them. And the New Testament testifies that this was a symbol that spoke prophetically of Jesus. Jesus on the cross would take the sin of man that brings eternal death. And so this snake in the wilderness Moses lifted up uh, freed them from a natural death. But the Son of Man, Jesus, must be lifted up on the cross so that mankind can have eternal life, not just extend their natural human life and guard against snake bite, but have eternal life. And then he goes on to say why. Why does God go to all this trouble? Verse 16, probably the most famous verse in the New Testament. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And so that verse, as powerful as it is, says that God the Father gave his only Son, and that the only way to have eternal life is to believe in him. So eternal life comes through um, Jesus and being born again of the Holy Spirit by receiving Jesus. Verse 17, for God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So friends, Jesus is not wanting to condemn you. He's not wanting to condemn me. He doesn't want to condemn anybody. He came into the world and lived a sinless life and gave his life as a sacrifice, raised up on a cross so that everyone could be born again of the Holy Spirit. John 3.3, Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so this born again is talking about born of the Spirit, being born with the new nature in Christ, not born with our natural human nature we came into the world with. In verse 7, he says, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they're born of the Spirit. And so you and I, friends, must be born again of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Romans, in chapter 3, verse 23, we read, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means that everybody who's ever lived has sinned and been separated from God. You and I are sinners when we come into the world. We're born a natural birth, and we enter in uh, into the realm of, of human beings with natural desires and likes and perversions in some cases. But these things, whatever the sin issues are in our lives, whether you've ever told one lie or stole one piece of candy or falsified one tax document or or looked at a a picture of a, a person with lust in your heart, these things are sins that separate you from God. But there's a remedy for that. Romans 6, 23 says, the wages of sin is death. That means because of our sin, we're separated from God and deserve death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so, friends, today, you and I have the opportunity once again to confess our sins, be free from them. And if you've never been born again, today you can be born again in Christ. And so, if you've never been born again, if you've never prayed the prayer to receive Jesus, but you believe Jesus is the Son of God, I want you to pray this prayer with me in your heart. Dear Jesus, I know I have sinned against you, and I stand separated from God. Lord, I need forgiveness, and I need you. I confess my sins today, and I turn from them. I ask you to help me turn from my sins, Lord. I ask you to come into my life, be my Lord, and be my Savior. I put my trust 
and my hope in you. And I accept the free gift of salvation found only in Jesus. And in his precious name, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Friends, if you've prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd love to hear from you. Write me an email and I'd be happy to talk to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.